you'll have some at by noon once. Give me some regular. George, you got one second? I just want to ask you a question. We do a story on tax collecting. I'm collecting overdue bills for the city. Uh, you notice the number of councilmen haven't paid their water or sewer bills yet. Cash flow problem. Is that why you haven't paid yours? I didn't know it wasn't paid. But this well, it's about about a year since you paid a water or a sewer bill. For instance, almost five hundred dollars. Long way from two thousand over at one time. So you say you are paying off your bill? No, I didn't say that. But it says here you haven't paid your bill in a year. That's what you said. I'm not aware of that. No big problem, you know. City ain't gonna go bankrupt. Well, don't you think it's a bad example to set? No, I do not. I don't have the money. You don't have money to pay a four hundred dollar water bill? I do not have the money. Okay? Did you hear me? Well, in a time of austerity, Wait, just a don't you think it's uh, how much uh, you owe? We owe four hundred forty dollars. I do not have the money. You say you don't have money to pay your bill. Did you hear me? But your water, your, your water's still on though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, should, don't you think your water should be turned off if you're not paying your no, bill? No, it should not be. You know, you know one of these days you're going to corner me and I'm going to kick your ass. Okay? Now, one of the days you're going to corner me and I'm going to kick your ass. Well, don't you think that's a legitimate question, George? I mean, you're not the only counselor. You, wait a minute. I gave you an legitimate answer. You asked me about my water bill. What did I tell you? Said so you didn't have the money. But your water's still on, isn't it? Now, that was uh, my fucking answer to you. But I don't think everybody has that luxury of uh, having their water... Tough shit. Day. Okay, now, one of these days you're going to corner me and I'm going to kick your ass. Now, keep, keep fucking with me, okay? Now, I'm telling you, keep fucking with me. You're not the only one, George. The I'm not talking about anybody else. else but you. Now, I gave you a goddamn answer. And I asked you a follow-up question. George. I gave you a fucking answer. Now, one of these days, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. George. And it might be this goddamn one. Now, you got your fucking answer. Now, get out of my goddamn face. Thank you. Okay. I ain't bullshitting with you. Now, I'll take that fucking camera and wrap it around your goddamn head. Now, one of these days, you're going to grab me with the wrong fucking minute. No, I gave you my fucking answer, okay? Okay. We gotta now, I ain't bullshitting with you. We got to be... Now, you scared him, but I'll kick your goddamn ass, boy. I ain't bullshitting with you. Son of a bitch. Now, you hang around with me if you want. Now, you think I'm bullshitting with you. What's up, y'all? It's the famous. Give us a regular. Right here. Listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah! Here we go. Yes, yes. Welcome to episode number twenty of the Scramble Life podcast. It's your boy G, and I got my man L Scratch on the other line. Y'all, what's up? Yeah, what it do, G? Man, do good over here, man. We are at episode number twenty. Can you believe that? Nah, what an accomplishment, man. Peace and blessings, family, man. Everybody listening in, episode 20 yep. happened so quick. You know, we was just talking about how it could have been a lot more, man. But, you know, this pandemic and everything with the scheduling. But, man, it feel good to be at the big two zero. Yeah, two zero. We started this show sometime around September. Um, mm-hmm. And I started formulating. Actually, a lot of some parts of the show I started formulating back in 2013, believe it or not. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
nightclub violence in particular. And I never did nothing with it because I just never did nothing with it. Well, I did do something with it, but if you could find it online, you could find it. But uh, other than that, you know, we, we got the show. We're at episode 20. I hope everybody that's listening uh, is enjoying the show and has enjoyed the past episodes that we've done. We try to make it interesting. Uh, the main basis of the show, as usual, is people dealing with the scramble life. You know, everybody's going through something, you know, living here in America and, and worldwide abroad. So we bring particular parts that we have interest in and put it in the show, and this is what you get. And we talk about certain things like, you know, what we're about to talk about right now. <clears throat> That's right. So, Indeed. Uh, first thing up. Is this nigga named Derek Jackson? <laughs> what is it spelled with an X or something? Yeah, I think so. Yep. All right. So it says relationship coach uh, Darren Jackson admits to cheating on his wife. I don't stand by those <clears> actions. <throat> so I, I, I've been seeing it popping up all week. People talking about this dude. I don't know who this cat is at at, at all, to be honest with you. Like, I, this is my first time hearing about him. So apparently okay. he's like a relationship coach or a relationship dating coach or something like that and that's what he does and he's been on YouTube I guess for a while now and a lot of people follow him so he allegedly got busted cheating on his wife or whatever and this just spread like wildfire when it happened and it's like in black Twitter and Facebook or whatever everybody's just talking about it like crazy so it's all over the place I could care fucking less you know the guy's a celebrity with the fuck you, expect? you know what I mean it's like seriously like he cheated I mean mm -hmm. You know, you went against what he's doing. But I'm going to say this about it. Everything that somebody preach don't mean they have to believe it. Mm. Say it again, G. Say it again for the ones in the back. All right. Basically, everything that somebody preach don't mean they have to believe it. Seriously. That, right. goes, that goes for preachers. You know, even sales. Especially people. them. Yeah, you know, you selling something, shit, that don't mean you got to do it 100% people. Use your fucking mind. Like, we're out here in an uh, age where every, all the information you want is out here. You know what I mean? So, people, right. you know, there's some right. studies on this shit. So, you know, he ain't the first person to cheat. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> Charleston J. White, we featured him on the show a couple of weeks ago. But he made mm -hmm. a statement and he said, what did he say? All... What did he say? What did he say? Basically saying all good men cheat on their wives. He wrote in the sentence too. And this is, I'm going to quote this. He said, Now he said good oh, wait, men? Hold up, I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to tell the people to punch. Now hold on a minute. He said all I'm good on. all good men cheat. And he said after that, go ask Martin Luther King kids. The quote. That's what he man. said. Yeah, so I mean, you know. Oh, man, he broke it down. Man, so, you know, it is what it is, man. So that's the situation with that over there with Derek Jackson. I could care less about it. But like I said, it's been big news this week, so I had to talk about it a little bit. And uh, that's mm -hmm. pretty much it with that. Now check this shit out. Newsflash. What's up? What's today? Oh, today shit, what we got? Today is March 28th. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And they say it's been a couple of Ebola cases that done popped up in the United States. So keep your eye out for that one. I ain't going to... Get all Alex Jones on you, but it might be something else going on here. So, you're right, though. You're right. There's been a few cases that have popped up. So, yeah, Ebola. If you don't know what that is, mm -hmm. you can look it up. E B O L A for all you youngins. That's E B O L A. That was a, thing <laughs> a couple of years ago. Because 
if a kid is it's young, around. they might not know yeah, about it. Yeah, he ain't going to know. know. Yeah. It, it was, at one point, you had SARS. You had Ebola. Mm. You know, and all these different diseases e- that were supposed to pop Ebola. Off. Yeah, and they, they didn't really pop off. So that was one of them. So they're saying it might be creeping back up here in the United States. So you want to look that up and read some other shit on that. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I know you got some music. And I said one thing with this show when we started it. I said I'm not going to be playing motherfuckers music on here, especially shit people don't know or might want right. to know or saying something. So that's why we really don't play a lot of music on this show. Um, shout out to Rollo the Pimp, though. <laughs> we done gave Rollo mad airplay, all them albums. Cause he oh, yeah. Shit, he might have about seven albums out there right now. But shout out to Rollo the Pimp. And, uh, I know he had big me up one day on his social media stuff. But uh, that's mm-hmm. that. But. I'm going to do something right quick because I feel this shit is dope. It's real hip-hop. Um, if if you don't like hip-hop, you might want to fast-forward about two minutes through this. But this shit is dope. You want to listen to it because it's just it's real hip-hop. L got a new song out there. It's called Be Original. <clears throat> Features a guy by the name of uh, Kenyatta Blake on the uh, hook. And... Um, it's pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. So you, you guys will listen to the song. I'm going to play a little something like this, y'all. I'm taking the back. Come follow me. Yeah. 
y'all. UL Scratch. The original right here on the Scramble Life Podcast. One time for your mind. Come on. Yeah. That shit is tough. I ain't gonna lie. That shit is tough. Thank you, brother. That's Large Pro, man. That's Large Pro. That's years in the making, man. man large Salute Large Pro. Pro, Extra P. A lot of people don't know me, yeah. so it's. I mean, that's the that's one of the main ingredients in the foundation blocks of this hip hop thing that we call real hip hop, man. So I gotta take my hats off to that brother because without Large Pro, Extra P, man, I wouldn't sound the way it's sounding, y'all. Mm-hmm. Man, he got it sounding good. And for those that don't know, once again, Large Professor was a part of the hip-hop group Main Source. Now, Main Source consisted of two DJs, which was from Toronto. And mm-hmm. uh, he was from New York. He's from, where's he from? Queens, right? That's right. That's He's right. from Queens. But, yo, he went on to produce several other hits. Hits for Nas, first album, a bunch of other albums and whatnot. And, um, yeah, you should look him up. That's uh, Large Professor, Extra P. So uh yeah, yeah, it's a track. We're gonna stay on that one. You gonna make me quit my day job and uh get back get on back the, to get it. Get back on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but um hey, uh, Yeah, man. But um that's that. So what we gonna do next is we're gonna get into some more stories on uh some bullshit going on out here in the world. Scramble life. Scramble life. So man allegedly beats his girlfriend's son to death with a hammer. <laughs> So, you know, this goes into a whole bunch of shit, but the story goes a little something like this. So, according to reports, a West Virginia man was arrested for allegedly beating his girlfriend's seven-year-old son to death with a hammer. Rashad Akeem Thompson, 34, carried out the alleged assault around 2.45 a.m. on Thursday. Now, when authorities arrived, they found what appeared to be a blood-covered hammer in the living room. Then they found the young boy's body on the couch with extreme trauma to the left side of the head. Uh, he said, basically, here in the quote, I just lost it. So the boy's mother, 24-year-old Felicia Brown, was also assaulted and sustained several stab wounds, including wounds to the face. She was found at a neighbor's home, bleeding profusely. Brown is currently hospitalized in critical condition. Thompson was charged with first-degree murder. Attempted first-degree murder. Uh, child abuse uh, resulting in death, malicious wounding, and two other counts of domestic battery. And that's the story right there on that one. What you think about that shit? You know, this goes back to, once again, you know, condolences to the family of the seven-year-old child, man. When you're dealing with children, man, there's a rule. There's an unwritten rule. And, you know, it might be, you know, ghetto shit or, you know, criminalistic, but no women and children, man. So anybody like that, I mean, on the inside, we know what the rules are on the inside. But um, this mental health issue thing, man, G, we brought it up several times on the show, man. It's a serious thing, man. He said, I just lost it. People need help, man. This dude is 34. Consider, I mean, he's a young man in the span of life. He's 34 years old, dealing with a 24-year-old who ain't nothing but a baby, who has another baby. So, I mean, this is just perpetuated insanity that needs to be addressed by the real professional, you know, uh, psychologists or psychiatrists that these people need help. And the thing is, they got to, we got to, as a community, 
identify those people that need help. I've seen some irregular activities of people's behaviors that say, yo, you know, this nigga crazy. But see, we just brush it off like that nigga crazy. Nah, man. Get that counseling. Get that help. Yeah. You know, and no, 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 no slight on any other race or ethnic, uh, you know, background of people, but other people go seek that help. They go get that treatment. Yeah. They try to get them right for years. They try to get them right. And I don't mean to uh, digress, but just even with the Kirk Franklin story with his son, they've been <laughs> yeah, dealing with that boy for years, yeah. those mental issues. That's crazy. So that, that's my take on it, man. Anytime a child's life is lost or taken like that, man, that's just barbaric insanity, man. We're not living in the Stone Age no more. Yeah, and another sad angle on this story is that baby is another man's son, whether mm. that girl cut him out the life of that kid, which is mm. very common mm-hmm. or what, but just think about it. This dude, 10 years older, done came around. He, I don't know. He might have been living with her. Who knows? But, yeah, just to go crazy like that and to kill a seven-year-old, man, you, you was crazy, man. But, uh, you know, like I said. Your excuse is, I just lost it? Yeah, Come on, to, bro. To these, Got to do to, better than that. To these women out here, <clears throat> why should you be letting in your house and be around right. kids and whatnot? Because these dudes is crazy, like this one right here in particular, you know, Mr. Rashad Akeem Thompson, 34. So, yeah, that's that right there. I mean, some other stuff going on out here that we could talk about. Um, Let's get to it, bro. It was a busy week in the news. Kind of, kind of, sort of a busy week. Um, the Versus, we could talk about that right quick. I enjoy watching Versus, the Versus battles Ooh. that they have online. Yeah. Uh, versus is available on Instagram and in some other place where you can get it. But uh, those are the battles between various urban artists that's out here uh, in the world, period. So right now, uh, they got one coming up on April 4th, and that's going to be the Isley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire, April 4th. Uh, the one after that's mm. going to be Red Man versus Method Man. That's going to be the high, How High 420 edition, so that's going to be on April 20th. After that, nice. you're going to have SWV versus Escape. That's going to be on May 8th, I think. Mm. And they Mother's got about, Day. Yeah, they got about three or four lined up after that one. So, who you think going to win the SWV versus Escape episode? I mean, SWV is going to, they're going to take it to me only because they got some just classic from the 90s, just feel good music. No knock on Escape. They good too. And they, you know, they, to me, direct descendants of SWV. But, you know, you got to give it to Big mm-hmm. Mama. Big Mama SWV. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen both of them live? Uh, I haven't seen Escape live. No, I haven't. Yeah, but I, uh, I've seen SWV. They, yeah. they, what you, what's your take on it? Shit. What's the one over there? Was Coco? Was it Coco? Yeah, Coco could sing. Right. That's the one that could sing. Right. And the other mm-hmm. two, I can't remember too much about their vocals. I know the short one. I mean, she she was all Lele right. and uh, she's like right. the Ricky Bell of the group. Who? Mm-hmm. Lele. Lele. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that. And then Escape. I saw them back when they first dropped. And yeah, they could sing. And they could sing live. They could. They could sing, man. They could sing though. Yeah, but they you not, know, they, and, and that one girl could okay. blow. Yeah. So. If yeah. they do a solo solo thing, it might get it might get a little heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we hope this happens, and we hope all the members of Escape show up for this one. If 
you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a lot yeah. going on. So, yeah, that's available on Triller and Instagram Live. And uh, if you're interested in seeing any of those artists, you can check out Versus. That's spelled V-E-R-Z-U-Z. And they're on Instagram. And you can look up all the good information on the upcoming shows, past shows, etc. So that's that. But, G, before What's we up? move on, bro, how about, how about the one that just happened? What's your take on Ray and Ghost, man? I mean, that was like the, the most phenomenal. I mean, because we hip-hop. I missed so what that you one. feel on that? I missed, oh. I missed that one. Yep. You got to go rewind, check that, bro. That was for the culture right there. That was hip hop. That was basically, you know, that was a safe Wu Tang concert. If you ever seen Wu live, you know it was always something going on. But this was in the comfort of your own home, and you could do your do one, two, drink your brew, and it was like, okay, you got all those sounds. And especially coming from Ray and Ghost, because Ray and Ghost, I think who we know is ghetto, they hood, but Ray and Ghost represented a subsurface, underground, deeper level of that just ghettoness. Yeah, you know. And to see these brothers polished and shined up and cleaned up, and then at the end, I don't want to give away too much to hear them speaking, what they speaking about, and the level of maturity and manhood and growth. I, you got, I mean, you just as as hip hop. You got to just take your hand, your hat off and clap for that because you see the evolution of men, okay. boys to men, actually in the culture. And, and it was just a great feeling, man, just to see that and, and, and to be alive to observe that happening, you know? Right. All right, I'll have to check it out. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. And uh, mm -hmm. I'll look that one up and check it out. But uh, other than that, what we're going to do right quick is we're going to take a little we're gonna break. We're going to go. We're going to Oh, we're going to do a break. All right, cool. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, y'all. I don't got time to prove nothing to nobody. Police pull me over. I, I'm going to kill you. You can judge me if you want to, but police pull me over. I ain't no real nigga. I'm Uncle Tommy like a motherfucker. Police pull me over. I'm in that car just like this. Hi, sir. I'm so thankful you pulled me over, son. I, it's a blessing that you pulled me over, because I was out here like, Lord, oh, Lord, what I'm out doing <laughs> in Jasper, Texas, this late, Lord. Lord, what I'm doing over here, Jesus, I'm so thankful Officer Cunningham was able to pull me over and pull me in the right direction. It's so late, too. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's too late to be out here like that. I told my wife, what we doing out here this late? You said I got a tail light out. God bless you, sir, cause I, you an expert. I ain't even know my tail light was on. God bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. I got a headlight out. I don't even have them on. How you know they out? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you. Can I pray with you? <laughs> Tell me, Father, just please get this wonderful officer, Officer Cunningham, safe out here, protecting people like myself, keeping me and my wife and kids safe. From harm and danger, Jesus. Get him home to his family, Jesus. These words of Christ pray. Amen. You, you take care, sir. God bless you. As soon as he pulled off, though, <laughs> I Tupac, Nat Turner, Ice Cube, like my pussy ass bitch ass cop, punk motherfucker. Swear to God, nigga, you know how I do. If that bitch ass nigga didn't know no better, I'd have reached in my glove pop, got my clack off, it'd be another story up in this bitch. Click, click, bang, bitch. Click, click, bang, bitch ass pussy ass, punk ass pig. Fuck all the more pussy ass police out there. I'm a nut, bitch. 
Oh, I ain't see you there. I was like, I ain't know you came back. Uh, we were just about to get out of here, sir. Oh, you give me the ticket when I have my seatbelt on. God bless you. Can I pray with you again? <laughs> Yo, we back, we back, we back. So uh, you there, Al? That, that, big, that big Bruce, that big Bruce? Nah, nah, that's Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle Crawford dropped. Oh, Lavelle, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he dropped the album last year, uh, and it's called New Look, Same Funny, and that's available on all streaming uh, platforms. And that's it right there. Was funny brother, man. Yeah, he's very funny. Funny man. brother, right there. Very, very funny. Hey, you seen with him and uh, what you would call it? I don't know if it was the Soul Train Awards or something. Him and uh. The short dude that be on the Medea shows that be having the tight uh, clothes on, they went back and forth snapping on each other, just a real, like, uh, improv thing. Yeah, I saw that. That shit was hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's yeah. Look what I'm that talking one up. about, It's man. on YouTube, y'all. Look it up. That was black excellence right oh, there, right man. Right there, yeah. On the money. Came up, came up out the audience and came up on stage. No rehearsal, live. Oh my God! Check that out. But go ahead, G. I'm 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 just re- realizing that that brother's a funny brother. He's very funny, man. I saw him in Rochester about two years ago, and he killed it. I mean, he killed it. It's crazy because on that show, it was him, it was him, Mike Epps, and what's them dudes called uh, with Young DC? You know, what's the eighty five South? So they, oh, it wow. was it was an interesting show because eighty five South did all of their own individual shows within their performance. So they all had like fifteen or twenty minutes each, and they did their thing. Mm. And they had Lavelle Crawford there; Lavelle. he killed it. But it was crazy because Mike Epps was only up on stage for like about fifteen minutes, man. And he was the headliner. Oh. Damn, they only fifteen minutes. How he get? How he worked that deal man, out? That's people, crazy. People was walking out of there hot, like yo, for real. Yeah, he only did about 20 minutes, probably, max. He did a joke about Ice-T and two or three other ones and talked about people in the city of Rochester, how they all dressed the same, and that was it. He was out. So, <clears throat> yeah, that was that show. Mm. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the next subject. So we, in Buffalo, New York, I don't know where that city is at, but uh, <laughs> a radio host was fired and two co-hosts suspended following racist on-air exchange. Mm. So Robert Lederman said he hoped to learn from the incident and offered an apology to anybody that would be hurt by his comments. So a radio show host from Buffalo, New York, based 97 Rock, was fired and two others suspended uh, after they took part in in what was, I'll call it, quote-unquote, a racist on-air exchange at the station's parent uh, company said was in violation of his principles. So a spokesperson for Cumulus, I always get this right, is it Cumulus or Cumulus? It's Cumulus Media. We'll get back to them. We're going to talk about them a little, in a little bit in a minute because it comes at an odd time. So a, spur, a spokesperson for Cumulus Media confirmed to people in a statement that the Morning Bulls show hosted by Rob Lederman uh, has been swiftly terminated in light of comments he made comparing the skin tones of famous black women to numbered toaster settings. I mean, I, at the end of this, I want you to tell me if you think it's racist, but basically what he did was what they just said. Uh, the morning sh- uh, bull show host, Rob Lederman, 
has been swiftly terminated in light of comments he made comparing the skin tones of famous black women to number toaster settings. So I'm not going to read all the rest of this shit right here because it's just a bunch of bullshit. But uh, let me see if I can find the clip. And this is how it went down, y'all. How, what so what is your what, what num- level? what's the number You're I think it's it. it's it's, a, it's probably a 7ish 6 oh my 6 to 7 God. probably 7 See we have ours and I'm going to make it into trouble it's for like this two o'clock. we have I have them to the attractiveness of women that I find to be attractive <laughs> So I'll go I will never go to a Serena Williams level but I'm very comfortable with like uh, I, I'm very comfortable at a, a Halle Berry level. Okay, mm-hmm. I need a, a, a little bit of mulatto still coming through. It can't be not you know, like com- is Gail King not that's not in your realm. No, Gail King is not even in on my on my toaster level. How, what? That's what he said. So basically, um, what you think about that? What's your thoughts on the whole scenario and how it went down and what happened to him? Well, that was a short clip, but uh, I think right now, just generally speaking, everybody's probably overly sensitive on what they could say about different races and, you know, whatever. But listen, if that's a comedy scene and I've listened to Howard Stern for years I mean, shit. If that's comedy, you can't. Comedy is off limits, man. There's no. You. I mean, somebody's making a joke. Not unless you, a white person saying some nigga lynch shit, and that's different. But if you're making a joke and you like, man, is talking about his preference. First of all, as far as a woman, that's what I said. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't. Me personally, I don't think that's like me saying. You know, I prefer you know deep, rich, thick, dark skinned women. I don't think that would be racist, but I mean, since everybody's listening and watching and all oh, so sensitive, we living in a different world right now because the shit that we grew up on, yeah. all of us would be in jail, locked up and fucking thrown away because shit we spoke about, you can't even, I, you can't even say it today. Right. You know, and I didn't hear anything to me personally as an African-American black man living in this, you know, wilderness that made me feel as though, oh, yo, you know what? We got to take him to court for that in right. the community. No, he can't. I didn't hear that. I, now, if I did hear something that was talking about some other shit, I would, I would definitely swiftly say, you know what? Nah, take him off air, do this, boom, boom, boom. Like that shit that, uh, uh, I forget the white boy name, not the Howard, Howard Stern, the other guy. Cool. Um, when he says, um, I forget his name. He was on some, some AM station here in New York, mm-hmm. and he said some shit about black bitches or whatever. And oh, it was a comedy show, but yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the morning. I'm in the morning. That dude. Yeah, yeah. Air yeah. him out. Because mm-hmm. when you say shit like that and you're talking about black basketball chicks mm-hmm. who happen to be African-American and you say some statements like, yo, Ray, get out of there, B. But this right. dude right here, I don't, I, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with what he said either. That was his preference. Preference. Um you know, he was basically getting into basically to me, he was saying, like, look, I like black women and if I was to rate something on a different levels of this this show how much shows you how much he's into it. 
oh, you know, I would mess with this one. I wouldn't mess with that one. I mess with this one. So that's, you know, it's whatever. But they, they took it to the next level. And this shit was on the news earlier this week. And the mirror made a statement. Right. And this one now, made a now, statement. Now, if the, if, if, you know, if the toaster, the if the toaster, not, not, that, not to cut you, G, but if that toaster made reference or was in, um, let's say, for example, the toaster represented something like the level of a lynch rope. Then I would say, you know what, nah, because that toaster is representing the levels of uh, that wouldn't sit well with me. But we're talking about a toaster oven, you know. Now we do know. I mean, just let's let's just put our comedy hats on for a minute. And anybody out there that's ever, you know, toasted some bread in the morning or whatever, and you left that shit in a little too long, and you had to scrape that burnt black crusty shell, that ain't that ain't, that's not a good look. So he made reference to it as far as like his toast being a little too dark. Right. And we all don't like dark toast. I mean, we all can agree <laughs> that burnt toast is not something we all like as a preference to toast eating. Right. You know, am I wrong? Or am I right? I mean, that's what the man was saying to me. That's how I came across. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? mean, you know, he, he was talking about basically his preference of woman, but I get it. And, uh, you know, it, it went down here and. That's been the big news all week locally. And that's some, so he fired now. Basically, he lost his job. He had lost his job, but they're going to bring him back, I think. Because that was 97 Rock, and I actually think they're still doing numbers. I'm not sure. They're not the top five, I don't think. Because the top... You got to fight. The top station well, the top right. station here is a country station. It's called WYRK. So they've... Oh, Yo, y'all want some country shit up there? Nigga, look. Just listen. <laughs> So WYRK is the top station. It's a country station. The number two station is Buffalo. W- yeah, that makes w- Buffalo. WBN, and that's a news station. All talk news, and uh, they have some interesting programs where you could. It's interesting, and then they're moving into a whole new new world of what they're doing because one of the old guys retired and wrestling ball died, so they're going through a shift and more, dealing with our demographic more so. So you got that in the number in the number three station is WBLK. So that's our urban station, as you know. BLK, how 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 are surprising? WBLK, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So that's the number three station locally. And uh they play all the urban music and it is what it is. That that station was actually here's a fun fact for you. Uh that station was founded by the the hound dog, basically. Lorenz is his last name. You can look that up. If you listen to Elvis Presley, ain't nothing but a hound dog. You can hear him on the end of the record. Like he, he said something in the background. But he was a radio, a big radio man. You know, working the East okay. Coast and all over the country doing radio promo and shit like that. So that's that. Right. But anyway, we're uh, digressing here talking about bullshit. But um, let's see here. What else we got to talk about this week? Um... We got some work life, but nah, what we got? We got work life, we got teacher sex, and we got plenty of nightclub violence. Like, goddamn, it just don't stop, especially in the state of Pennsylvania. But what we're going to do right quick is we're going to take another break, and we'll be back in a minute. Uh, We're going to do a little something like this, y'all. Come on. Where are you from? I'm from Cleveland, Georgia. Cleveland, Georgia. The country. There you go. How did you even get there? Country ass white bitch trying to make it in the city. Well, you need to fuck with somebody like me if you want to make it in the city. Because the money is the money, and the money is the money. 
money is motivation. The money is my life. Well, at least you know that much. Yeah. Money is number one in my life. That's it. That's the best thing you said to me. Right. It's the number one in my life. Right. Why you be talking about love so much? Your money because number I'm one in your life. I'm not being loved by somebody. Like, I'll give you all my goddamn money, but just pretend like you love me. Just pretend like you got feelings for me or you appreciate me. So, if you give me all your money. You think I'll contact your girl a little more and then I will find out, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All you gotta do is chew with me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Change your lives over here. I mean, the best decision you can ever make is taking a risk on somebody such as myself. So intelligent, so debonair. So suave, you understand what I mean? <laughs> Real talk, man. Check it out. You want a first class trip to the top of the game, and I'm a first class pimp in the front of the plane. Stylish, palace, smiling, aviator sit on my face. How I made it to this plateau was just amazing grace. I intoxicate women without the alcohol. The most valuable player without a basketball. And when it comes to females, I have a catalog. Pick one you can afford or you can have them all. At first she hesitated, but now she dedicated. She chose up with my game and now she elevated. We share some pain, toast both about if we never made it. What if she never met me? What if she never stated? Them three words, hold on, don't let me confuse you. Then say I love you, she just said I choose you. See this game that we in got some rules, boo. And if you follow them, then I can never lose you. You know what I'm saying? You only got one life, you know what I mean? You gotta make the most of it. So, all I'm saying is, you need to take advantage of an opportunity that's right in front of your face. Cause you're, you're a mess with this great cat over here, and he really ain't got nothing to offer. And I'm bringing so much more to the table. I'm just, I'm just trying to expand your mind. You gotta open it up and let me in so that I can do that, you know what I mean? Contract. Put your signature on my dotted line Such a gorgeous smile and baby your body fine Aside from your physical features, you got a mind Welcome to the team, hope you enjoy your time Give me your loyalty, I'll give you stability Give me your honesty, I'll give you tranquility Give me consistency, I'll give you efficiency Give me your all and your life will change instantly the missing link that you always been searching for, you always been working for, baby, you ain't gotta hurt no more, I, I eliminate naysayers and well wish them to stop suffering from all women who fail victims, I'm introducing you to something you never done before, and if you've been playing, I bet you never won before, I, I sell games, and people buy, if you never chose up, you wanna try, You just really gotta put your heart and your soul and your mind and everything in me And I promise that I'm gonna make the best out of everything, baby Because before this moment, you, you didn't even know where you was headed You didn't even know that your destiny, your path in life was just to meet me, you dig? Yeah
Yes, yes, y'all. That was choosy right there. You there? Choosy. Yeah, I'm here, baby. Choosy <laughs> lover. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was by uh, Too Deep, the Southern president. Now, who did that original make, G? That was the Isley Brothers. Now, can we get the Isleys against the Whispers or something like that going on the verses? They going against Earth, Wind, and Fire. <clears throat> That's who they going against? Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They going against Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's going to be on April 4th, Versus. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, it's about three hours, but that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be big woman city right there. Oh, my big girls! Several, several decades of music girl. right there. Several decades of music. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be something uh, very interesting. So that was the end of that right there. And uh, <clears throat> what are we gonna do next? Let's see. Let's see what we gonna do next right here. I think we'll get into a little bit. Uh, oh, my God. Uh huh. Come on, come on. Uh huh. Come on. What you need, what you need. Still ain't add the fucking boom, 20. man. And I got the boom, because you got the same hard drive I got, right? And it was, I got a, yeah, a thousand booms. Yeah, I gotta get the boom. So I gotta I gotta hook that up this week, hopefully. That's right. Every week Scrabble I say, right, episode to, 20, baby. Yeah, episode 20. You hear it live and direct. So what we're going to do this week is uh, we're going to get into another episode of Teacher Sex. Now, it's been a, a lot of teacher sex going on here in the United States of America this week. And uh, let's see what we got here. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. All right, we'll start with this one right here. There's been many of them. But a uh, former Lake Orion High School teacher accused of sex with student faces judge for first time. So this goes out here in uh, the state of Michigan. So former Lake Orion High School teacher Kathleen Kate Bozer was in court Friday for her arraignment on charges that she sexually assaulted her 16-year-old student, Ryan Kruer. Now, this is for one of the first ones where they mention the student name. His name is Ryan Kruer. Mm. All right, so he told his story uh, late December to the people, whatever, whatever. So Bozer was arraigned in court on four charges after Cruz said his story was heard and investigated by the Oakland County Sheriff's Office. Uh, according to Cruz, he had a sexual relationship with his former Spanish teacher. All right, here we go. That was his Spanish teacher in 2014 when he was mm. 16 and she was 28. So she oh, was, she's getting it in. Yeah, she was a little bit earlier on it, but she was one of them ones that's in the late 20s. So this, like, we follow this every week. So all this shit started happening, I guess, with a lot of these teachers in their late 20s to the mid-30s. So right. Crew spoke at length in December to Fox 2 News about the relationship, saying that he tried to hide it until uh, the memories eventually consumed 
Until when? <laughs> he tried to hide the shit till the memories consumed him. Think about it now. You know, you know what that means? I'm going to translate. That pussy was so good and the memories consumed him. You think so? Damn. Or did she scare him? What do you think? Well, since given the fact that he was 16 at the time, I would think it would be that pussy was so good. The memory consumed him in that fashion. Yep. That's what I think. All right. So he said, quote, I have some pretty good ones. And I have some that are pretty haunting. Cruz said. Now, Cruz's life gradually began to morph from picture perfect to dark and depressing. The downward spiral started in his junior year, the fall of 2014. Now, the catalyst of his darkest days, he says, was Bolzer, a young, popular, and attractive teacher. It was after school, one of the first times that there was any physical uh, interaction that was incredibly inappropriate, he said. Inappropriate. Now, he said that he had some form of sexual intercourse multiple times, sometimes in her own classroom at school. They be getting it on in the classroom, y'all. So when you see these hot-looking teachers, just be thinking something else, especially in their late 20s or 30s. You might want to ask your child's uh, teacher what age is she because if she's between, like, 25 and 35, uh, she might be hot in the ass. So another quote he said, we made a chore out of getting big sheets of black construction paper and covering every window in the classroom, including even the small notch window in the door. So there was no way to see in the classroom, he said. <laughs> she was hot in the ass. So Nancy Hatoski, his mother, also a teacher, went to Lake Orion administrators with her concerns and about the relationship. So before she even realized it was sexual, uh, that was that. So the district said the investigation and they, and they contacted them and, and said some things about it under Mike McCabe. He was a sheriff out there in December and they told him that, and that was up going. He was, uh, wait a minute, wait, 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 let me slow down here. December, they weren't notified until 2019. So this is basically, this has been going on for like about five years. Mm. So the statute says that they need to call us. Uh, we are the ones law enforcement determines whether it's uh, credible or not credible. He said the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office continues to look into the case, uh, choose not to pursue any charges. That's what they did. And in December, after our story aired on the current situation, reviewed the case and charges were filed. And then it's a quote here saying, I know that the new administration uh, is that they uh, advocate for victims of sexual abuse and assault, blah, 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 da, 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 bunch of shit. Uh, Bozer was arraigned on four charges. Now, this is her charges that she was arraigned on. Uh, she got a third degree criminal sexual misconduct account, sexual conduct. It faces up to 15 years in prison, basically, on this shit right here. Because it was so many years involved, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So she got 15 years on that, and she was ordered, uh, held on $25,000 personal recognize or 
recognizance since I can't read recognizant recognizant bond. So that's that right there about Kate Bowser. So that's the end of that one right there. Can I read a comment? One comment from Twitter. Go ahead. In regards to this case, Uh-oh. Deborah Murphy, she said, "Dear Lord, couldn't she find a man or even a vibrator? It's mm-hmm. better than a child." Mm-hmm. Man, they be hot in the ass, y'all. Men, all you single men out here that got a child and you take your child to that school every day or whatever, let me tell you something. Check them out. Man, you better check them, these teachers out. She looked like she about 25, 35, boy. That pussy hot. I'm telling you. Save, save them. Save them. Save them from these kids, please, y'all. Save them. That's what I'm saying. And save them from them 15 years because now when she come out, ain't nobody going to want to pipe that. She's going to be 50-something. They're going to be like, come on, boo. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. Your sexual market value is going to decrease dramatically in that span of time. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to decrease and it is what it is. But uh, guess what? <laughs> we got another song to do. Hmm. So, um, hold up. Let me see here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, I didn't start off singing the teacher sex song at the beginning of the last one, so I think we're gonna roll it one more time and do a little something like this, y'all. Here's what you need, and I'm gonna give you 50 shades of it. Here's what you need, and I'm gonna give you 50 shades of it. Give it to me, give it to Sexual chocolate. That's in my media bag too at the end of the show, but we'll talk about that. So All right. We're gonna get to this right now. Uh Hialeah, I might be saying this wrong. Hialeah teacher sexually abused multiple students for years. Nah, you serious? A Hialeah teacher was arrested Friday for allegedly engaging in an inappropriate sex and abuse sexual behavior with at least three underage students over the course of several years. So 41-year-old Jeanette Valet Tahia or Tajida is facing various charges of child abuse, sexual battery, and committing sex acts with a minor. She'd been employed with Miami-Dade County Public Schools for, get ready for this number, y'all, 20 years, 20 years. So this is a person that has been in the Florida Miami school system for 20 years, and she's probably been thinking about fucking them kids and been fucking them for 20 years. Think about it. But uh, so the story goes on. She's 41 years old now. So she's one of the ones that kept going. She's one of the first ones that we were going over that this, she probably just kept this shit going after 25. So 41-year-old Jeanette is facing various charges of uh, child sex abuse battery and committing sex acts with a minor. She's been employed with them for years. Uh, police were first alerted to the case. One of her victims alerted the principal at the school, right? And it's Hialeah, right. Hialeah, spelled H-I-A-L-E-A-H, Senior High School. H-I-A-L-E-A-H, Senior High School. 
where she currently works. So basically, mm. uh, the victim said that the lady, Vele Tejeda, Tejeda, T-E-J-E-D-A, has sexually molested her when she was a student at Henry H. Filer Middle School in 2009. Oh, man. And the abuse had continued for four years through her time at Westland Hialeah Senior High School. So she started with her early in middle school and, and went on. See, this is the second one where they, see? They follow them from grammar yeah. school to the other school. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. The security guard did that shit, too, yeah, two weeks ago. Yep, yep, yep. So according to an arrest report, Vala whatever, groomed the victim as a mother figure, provided financial assistance and other needs. The victim frequently slept overnight at the teacher's house. Here we go, y'all. Y'all got to be careful with your kids. and read that your kids. Please, Good Lord. So the two were showered together, engaged in sexual acts, and skipped class time together. The arrest report said, all right, so an investigation found that they had missed school on 11 of the same days. So during this time, they would uh, reportedly go to the beach, restaurants, or her house. Uh, she would basically uh, allegedly sign the student out of school without her mother's permission and frequently excuse her from class. Uh, other witnesses and victims told the police that had similar relationships with multiple students, often using, often using the technique of appearing as a mother figure, once again, in order to, to cement Look that word up. Cements the relationship with them. Now, a second victim said that the abuse lasted for three years uh, with much of the inappropriate activity taking place on school grounds. Velia reportedly asked her for phone sex and instructed her to masturbate over text, reminding her constantly to delete the conversation afterwards. Now, a parent also complained in 2018 that Tahita had invited several students over to her house and offered them alcohol. This was in 2018, y'all. One witness told police it was known among her classmates that Tahita House was a hangout spot. All right. A third victim said that when she was 17, she spent time at nightclubs, bars, and restaurants with Tahita, eventually choosing to stop spending time with her at her house because Tahita would reportedly become intoxicated. Man. So uh, the school system down there is deeply uh, disturbed about the allegations. Same shit we hear every week. Blah, blah, blah. Press release shit. Boom, 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 boom. So police took Billy in custody on Friday at a traffic stop on West 65th down there in Miami and 4th Street. Uh, and she was transported to the Knight County uh, Correctional Facility. And that's that. Damn, man. She was doing some Catholic preach. Creature, free shit. She was That's doing crazy. a lot. her, like like we said earlier, her story definitely relates to old boy. Where was he at? He was out in Philadelphia or somewhere, Pittsburgh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Somewhere man. over there, yeah. So she's on it like him, where they they started following these Runda. kids in grammar school. Like, you know what? I think I'm gonna get transferred now. <laughs> you know, I'm Runda. I want I want to go to this high, dude. Mm -hmm. Really. 
So yeah. yeah, that's that's that one right there, and uh, that's that teacher sex. It's another one we're not gonna really get into it, but this was at the uh, Duke Ellington uh, School of the Arts. Duke, I, hold on, hold on. You're talking about Duke Ellington, the jazz musician school? Yes, sir. In Washington D.C., um, basically somebody was over there messing with a 15 year old at the school, and the teacher was charged with a first degree crime. Uh, da, 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 da. the guy is the guy. His name was Mark Walker. He's thirty nine in Northeast DC. And once again, um, let's see, he got charged for a role in grooming and sexually abusing a teenager. And once again, uh, he left the school in two thousand and nineteen, uh, where he previously taught the arts. Blah 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 blah. Uh, at least uh, five other people came and complained about Walker's allegations or whatever and sexual behavior. So this has been going on. He's another one where they they basically groom these kids, and you know. And that was at the Duke Ellington School. Everybody know Duke Ellington was a great champion. Don't play that shit on here. They gonna come and get us. You know who got that contract? You, you gonna have Lyric? Yeah, say, turn that shit off. We ain't gonna have Lyric Cohen knocking on my door, man. <laughs> turn that shit off. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh Lyric Lyric is not gonna be knocking on my door. Let me say his name right. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker told me back in the day it's a funny story. He said, Don't ever call him liar. <laughs> oh shit. You could do that though. That's right. Right. Because it looks like it says liar if you look at it, but Lear. But mm-hmm. Yeah, don't play that that's on, right. Don't play nothing like that on the show. Good lord. But uh so yeah, that's that and that's our teacher sex for this week's episode. Of the Scramble Life podcast, and uh, you know we took it here for you guys this week. Uh, what we gonna do right now? What we gonna do right now, man? Let's see. What do we do when we ain't got nothing else to do? <laughs> you know. Well, we gotta go. We gotta you know go where it's our, gonna go. <laughs> we gotta go in our social media bag, man. That's what we gotta nah, do. No, no, we gonna get to that at the end of the show, probably. I'm, I'm thinking we gonna go there at the end, but whenever we ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> this is what we normally do. Let's do it. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about. Uh-oh. This is for the real players. Real players. And you know who I'm talking to.
Here we are with another week of <clears throat> nightclub violence. Back again, y'all. So, act number one: Dallas nightclub shooting leaves one person dead and seven wounded. All right, this is out once again out in Dallas, now in Texas. This is like probably the second or third one we've done in Texas. 
so basically a 21-year-old woman was killed and seven people were wounded uh, Saturday in a shooting at Dallas nightclub, police said. So the victim was identified as Daisy. I can't pronounce her last name. She died from her injuries after a disturbance between two groups. A disturbance between two groups ended with someone shooting into a crowd at the Prime Bar in Dallas. All right, so you might want to look that up. You there, Al? I'm here, man. I'm just thinking of what she said. You said uh, two groups. So it was groups. It was two groups, and she was the one. She was probably an innocent bystander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's probably yeah, right in the middle of it. Yeah. So basically, seven other people were injured and transported to uh, area hospitals. Or their conditions were not known. Now, just think again, y'all. This is seven, eight people total that got shot at a nightclub and one died. How crazy is that shit? Just think about it. I mean, we're so used to it. What town was don't that? See crazy. This is in, what was it, Dallas? No, hold up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, is, this is in Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Damn, man, they've been going crazy lately. Yeah, yeah. so police came there at 1.30 a.m. regarding to the shooting. Okay, so they said there are currently no suspects identified or apprehended, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and that's pretty much that. So that was down there in Dallas at Prime and looked it up. Um, you know, it was an interesting uh, scene over there in that club. Did you rest know? in peace, sister. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to her. 21-year-old got caught up in it. And, you know, like I always tell people, when you go to these bars, these nightclubs, please plan your emergency exits when you get in there. You know, you, yes. you should have the front door there. I think they're required to have an, um, a handicap entrance. I don't know if that applies to nightclubs. But, you know, look for all that shit. Your emergency exits, this, that, and the other. Um, because you need them, you know, you need to know where them shits is at because <clears throat> shit could get crazy. And that ain't just, you know, AG. where they play hip hop. It could go on anywhere, country clubs or whatever, because, you know, you got right. wives coming there, busting their husbands, vice versa. And this one with a dope deal went wrong. It happens in all communities. So, yeah, please mm-hmm. be careful and uh, look for those exits when you go to these buildings like that. Even when you're in the fucking Walmart shit. Look for, <laughs> look for the emergency yeah. exits. Let me tell you, because I've been in plenty of Home Depots and Walmarts and all that shit. And I know where all their exits are at just because, you know, that's the life I live. But anyway, they're all along the walls. Near the four corners, especially, you're going to find somewhere to get the hell out of them stores. So don't know them spots, especially with all these killings. We didn't even touch on that too much, but it's, it started back up with the, the fucking crazy homicides and shit, you know, in the stores right. and everything. Mm-hmm. So we didn't even talk about that one. Um, but, yeah, just be careful out here. You know, be careful because motherfuckers will pop off shooting anywhere, whether you're on a train, the bus, or whatever. Just be careful. So, but yeah, that that's that one right there. It was another one uh, where it was a situation. This is out in the great state of Mississippi. And, and this is in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. Now, this is the M-Bar. And I don't know if I covered this before on this show or it was something else. Like I said before, there was a prototype going on for nightclub violence, and I didn't move forward with it. But um, I think the Empire was featured in one of those back in the day. But anyway, uh, nearly a week after it happened, authorities say that they are still investigating a deadly shooting that happened at this bar over in North Jackson, uh, basically over there in Mississippi. So basically on March 21st, Christopher Moncure was killed when a group 
of between four to six shooters. Hey, damn, they run his ass. He must have fucked up some money real bad. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> it ain't even funny. Four to six shooters open fired in the Empire Sports Grill parking lot. It was in the parking lot. It wasn't inside. It was in the lot. But still, that's bad enough. All right. So, Monocure was said to be a bystander. Hmm. <clears throat> His body was later found behind a vehicle parked there. All right. So, the Hines County Sheriff's Department released video footage of eight persons of interest in the case Tuesday and has reached out to the public for help. And it's a picture there. I don't know if you can see it on your end. So, however, as of Friday evening, the department had not made any arrests according to the captain of the police department there. Uh, hopefully somebody will come forward, blah, blah, blah. Investigators believe between four and six individuals were involved in that case, as mentioned before. And uh, that's pretty much that. It was an altercation between two groups of individuals who happened to see each other at the club. Just groups of individuals. Yeah, this is a young crowd here. I'm looking at the photos, man. Of the club? Of the, of the camera footage of uh, right. they got hats on and, you know. Yeah. Ain't this the spot you DJ'd at that time, G? Yeah, Remember I, at, uh, uh, You know what? I've <laughs> DJ'd at places where some crazy shit happened, but um, it wasn't this one. But, uh, you know, I got, yeah. man, nightclub violence, man. Let me stop, man. I, I got so many stories with that shit. This. Yeah, this this was a, this was a, this was an ambush right here. Right, right. It was an ambush. So, yeah, they had an altercation there at the bar. So, in mm-hmm. <clears throat> all, M. Bar spends, and it says here, this is an interesting piece. M. Bar spends about $20,000 a month on security, according to Jackson Mayor. Chakwe Antar Lumumba. <laughs> mm. So this is the mayor of the city basically saying they spend $20,000 a month on security. It, that shit. I mean, what night? I mean, how many people do they hold to spend that much a month? You know what I mean? You got to think about it. Yeah. So basically, what this article is saying, if they're spending $20,000 a month on security, this is how I read it, right? This means that they're making at least $60,000 on a bar every night or damn near. Think about it. They're protecting that money. Mm -hmm. Interesting. They're protecting that money, yeah. Very interesting. So it goes on to say a whole bunch of other shit. I'm not sure if it was five minutes or ten minutes. It was a short period of time. He said, we have surveillance. We're going through it. It's a lot, blah, blah, blah. The club was located at 6340 Ridgewood Court Drive. Uh, the parking lot has approximately 70 spaces and patrons park at the uh, at the fast food restaurant next door uh, when those spots are filled, blah, blah, blah. The incidents occurred at 2 a.m. Uh, deputies heard gunfire initially were not whether they didn't know whether it came from the M-Bar, blah, 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 and a whole bunch of other bullshit. So that's that. So, yeah. So the mayor is trying to cool it out in the media. He's like, "Look, they spend twenty thousand a month on security. We don't know how or why this happened, but you know, once again, clubs, man, you know how it goes. You know, and, you don't uh, fuck. Somebody's all fucked up now. Somebody don't fucked up. 
So moving on, more violence in Pittsburgh. A woman was injured in the shooting outside a controversy nightclub. Okay, that's out in Pittsburgh. And for those that don't know, this is a titty bar. Now, we did something in Pittsburgh. It was either Pittsburgh or somewhere else in the state of Pennsylvania, but it was something else at a titty bar where an incident went down a couple weeks ago. So this is another one in Pittsburgh. Uh, she was shot over there at the bar. It was fired around 11 p.m. Following shots being fired, a woman was taken to the hospital by a private transportation. So somebody she knew took her. Now, I don't know if this girl. What bar was this, though, G? What bar is this? Uh, what's the bar again? I just mentioned controversy. Controversy, controversy nightclub. I thought you meant a controversy bar, meaning that this bar had other incidents. Uh, but the name of the place. Controversy oh, nightclub in Pittsburgh. So it, apparently it's a titty bar. Once you look up, look it up. It's a titty bar. So mm. you go. To I'm gonna have to drive over there from Brooklyn and see uh, what's going on. You don't want to go there, man. So you go to any titty bars in the state of Pennsylvania. Be careful. <laughs> Basically, from what okay. we saying. So we know how you know what's what's the age group of teachers that's trying to get with the students, and we know where the hot spots yeah. at in the country for these nightclubs where shit could just get crazy any minute. So uh, that's pretty much that, and uh, yeah, shell cases were found there, and of course the police is investigating the situation, and uh, that's pretty much that with that episode. But I mean, last minute things going on with nightclub violence. Shit, Damn. man, this shit's been hot out here the last couple of days. So you had to one. Imagine if people was really allowed to go outside and there was no pandemic. It would be a lot more violence, G. Yeah, Kansas City officials seeking to revoke liquor license for nightclub after two shootings. That's down in Kansas City. Uh, let's see. No charges against shooter in a fatal Covington nightclub shooting. That's out there in uh, Kentucky. Man shot injured outside gentleman's club after trying to choke security guard. Hold up. Dang. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to this one up. I got to pull this one up. Man shot injured outside gentleman's club. Another strip club. And he was trying to choke the security guard. Man's hospitalized in serious condition after incident. So the shooting happened at 2.35 a.m. Saturday. So he, everybody been here drinking for a minute. And this was at the Perfect 10 Men's Club located at 100 block of Northwest Loop 410. So police said a fight started in, in the club and security began to escort people out of the building. A 26-year-old man tried to go back inside of the club but was denied by security and was escorted out again. The man then grabbed the female security guard and he tried to choke her, according to police. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's when another security guard got the man off the woman and then pointed his taser at him. The man pulled a handgun. Well, wait a minute. He was inside and he had a handgun. Anyway, the man pulled a handgun and the security guard deployed his taser, but it had no effect, authorities said. As the man continued to aim his gun at the guard, the security guard also drew his gun and told the man to drop his weapon, according to police. So the man refused, and he was shot in the torso by security. (laughs) 
The man then fled the scene in the vehicle as police arrived, who heard gunshots fired in the area and responded. Officials said that the man drove away before crashing over a high curb behind a strip mall. He was taken to the university hospital in serious condition. The man is facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And the investigation is still ongoing. So that's that right there. And, uh, he's once, lucky to be alive. Be, yeah, he's lucky to be alive because he went all in. And once again, this comes from the beautiful state of Texas. This was out in San Antonio. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, that was that one right there. And that was this week's nightclub of violence for the most part. And, uh, you know, that's that. And once again, if y'all Gee, going, just a quick thought, if I could yourself. interrupt real quick. Go ahead, man. Just imagine, you know how we like to think outside the box on the show. Right. But uh, I don't know how it is in the other states, but here in New York, uh, tasers are basically banned. And I know yes, a couple few people who just carry them. We used to carry what we call razors or box cutters mm-hmm. for protection because they were slim. They was you could take a fit anywhere, and they was a little smaller than a knife, but they do a great deal of damage and leave a lot of blood and make make sure that the person who you strike is aware of the fact that you're not fucking around. Point I'm making is these tasers are outlawed. They're considered to be illegal. Meanwhile, guns are legal to purchase and, and use as long as you get the proper permit and certification. Mm-hmm. Imagine if in all of these situations people had tasers on them right. as opposed to guns and beefs or little squabbles or issues, whatever was con- was was basically handled with these tasers. You zap a nigga. Zap you, mother. Like, then you know, like, oh, shit, he ain't, you know, and you just leave it at the zap zone. Right. And not the gun take you out, you never come home zone. That's just food for thought, man, to, to put it out there. I mean, we already way past that, but because it's like so many illegal firearms out here in the city, but, you know, I'd rather see somebody get zapped and laid out on the floor for 15, 20, 30 minutes, however it is, as opposed to seeing somebody get shot and killed, taken away from their family and stuff like that. That's just some outside-the-box thinking I was just going through when the security officer had a, a taser and then the guy that was exited from the club came back with a gun. To be honest with you, with this story right here in particular, I think there's so much more to it because you got to think the way the story read, he was already inside the club, it seemed like, with a gun. I mean, he could have went to his car or, you know, had a gun tucked somewhere around the building. He went out there and could have went out there and got it. But from the way the story reads, it seems like he had the gun inside the club and or whatever. But and and and, and the other thing was, how did he get back into the club where they had to get him out again the second time? Because he was that dude, you know. So yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a lot more to that story right there in particular. But uh, yeah, we tried to give you. The most interesting parts out here with the nightclub violence, and it is what it is. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that one right there. Uh, anything in your media bag for this week? Media bag for this week. I actually did see watch something on uh, Netflix. It's called Seaspiracy. Very enlightening and eye opening and. Kind of knew what it was before I actually saw it. What's the in name of it again? C spiracy, S E A spiracy. So it's basically conspiracy on the seas. And as we all know, water on Earth is what three quarters 
of the of, of the planet. Right. And um, you know, the boats and the things that are out there, it's a lot of shit that goes out on that water and a lot of things are done that the regular average man on land will never know about. Mm-hmm. And all I can say is all the listeners out there, take a look at that shit because I'm into documentaries and not just the Hollywood doc. I'm talking about people that do the groundwork, the foundation where they sneaking in with cameras and pins and, you know, you seeing shit that you don't normally get to see. Seaspiracy on Netflix, y'all. Check that out. Okay, Seaspiracy on Netflix. Check that one out. Um, I haven't really checked out too much this week at all, too much. Um, In the last couple of days, I know we were supposed to record last week and we didn't, but uh, I did rewatch Disorderlies, and that was a Fat Boys movie that came out in 1985 or was it 86? Loved it. Yeah, I loved, loved it. that movie, man. It was funny as hell. If you want to see something funny, uh, you want to see a part of history, go look up Disorderlies featuring the Fat Boys, rest in peace, the Buffy. Before Will Smith. Before, before, before Tupac Will Smith. Juice. Rest in All peace, Prince Marky D. Yearn. Rest in yeah, peace, you know, homie. Uh, cool Rock Ski, big up to him. I see he's doing interviews with Vlad TV, so that's going to be rolling out all this week. I think the first part rolled out yesterday. Dope, uh, dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big up to the Fat Boys. And, uh, yeah, I checked that movie out. Um, I got cable this week. Disco 3. So I, I've been looking at a couple of things. I got to see, what's the other joint? Um, the Eddie Murphy shit. Crush Groove? Uh, no, nah, I haven't watched that in a minute. Uh, coming to America Part Two. That's, oh, uh, yeah, coming I, to America. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it was okay. You know, I fell asleep through half of it, so it was cool. Big Damn. production had all your 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 celebrities in there that you know. I mean, it wasn't because it was so boring. It's just because I was. I, I think I was tired, but I watched most of it. But why was it just okay, man? Come on, why, with a star-studded cast like that, why was it just okay for the black man? Why? <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but you know, I'm like I said, well, a lot of movies I'm not impressed with these days. So, Damn. you know, I you know what I'm jaded by a lot of this shit too, as you know, because you know you see so much, you be like, okay, then you be thinking other shit when you be watching it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard sometimes, but for something to really get my attention to hold me in there, yeah, something it got to be something classic or just something that just is somebody put their mind mm. to and put together something real good. So you know that's that. Uh, as far as my media bag is concerned, also we mentioned uh, Lavelle Crawford. Yes. And that whole album that he has out there right now is called New Look Same Funny. And it's extended edition. So I listened to that whole thing this week and that shit was just hilarious, man. It's funny as hell. So if you haven't heard anything by him, uh go on head out there and check that out. But I forgot. Um uh, I think we got another segment to do. Maybe, maybe not. Um we're supposed to get into Oh, we did everything. Shit, everything fucking done. I don't think we had another we one life joint. But that's that. Uh, ain't m- nothing much to talk about. I know when you were talking about the tasers, I thought about something in particular, and we're going to get out of here. Do you remember Stars? Stars? No, Stars are not. All right, so, so when the karate movies was real big in the 80s, a lot of people was hip to the nunchucks. 
and you was oh yeah, I had a pair. You had you was hip to the stars. But have you ever ever? Oh, you life... talking about oh, you talking about the five stars? Yeah, from Forty Deuce, I had a couple of those. Hell yeah. So, have you ever seen anybody get fucked up with a star before? <laughs> I had to ask you. I that. did see somebody get struck with a star and it stuck right in the shoulder blade. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. It got deep. They pulled it out. He was bleeding a little bit, but it wasn't as much damage as we thought it would be. Wow. I think with the stars, when it's multiple stars, that's when it's crazy. And for those that don't know, all right, so in karate movies back in the day, you always see guys use, like, nunchucks to fight, or sometimes they'll use stars, and they was, like, these little metal blades with maybe about six or seven points on them, and they'll be filed off like razors, and then you take those, and you, you fighting with somebody, you throw that that motherfucker, and it's a star, and it, if it hits you right, it can stick in you. But I've never, I've seen them before locally, this one kid in particular in school, his father was like a karate master. I don't know where this guy's at now. His name was Tacoma. His father was like, he used to come to school, pick him up sometime, and he had a karate suit on. But he, 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 he yo. <laughs> Dude, father used to bring stars to school. Or dude used to bring stars to school. And we'd be like, yo, we, we'll find money to give you to give us some fucking stars. And he knew right. how to, he knew how to make stars. He knew how to make nunchucks and all that shit. But I I heard about the stars and I just thought about that shit in correlation to the whole thing with the stun gun. But could you just imagine that shit? <laughs> Being out here fighting somebody now, you gonna pull up pull out some stars from your coat pocket or your pants pocket or whatever. But uh, anyway, that's that. If them if, if them shit strike your neck though or the right proper vein. Right. You know, it's a whole different story, G. See, that's the difference. Because if they hit, hit for the muscle part, that's just to make you go, ooh, ow, ooh. But if they know what they're doing and they strike that juggler or certain arteries, right. oh, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. So that's real. If you want to learn about stars as weaponry, <laughs> you want to carry them shits around with you and get a federal offense, go ahead and look it up. But anyway, on that note, y'all, we about to get out of here. <laughs> and this is the Scramble Life Podcast, episode number 20. We thank y'all for listening. If you want to touch base with us, hit us up at the scramble life at gmail.com. And uh, I think we out of here something like this, y'all. Start it, right? What's up, y'all? It's the world famous Ben Lopez. Right here. Hey, you are now listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast.
Vanglorious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker. Vanglorious. 